Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthling. You guys know how this podcast is called Stop Punishing Yourself. Well, I don't know if I've ever officially talked about what I mean by that. And so I'm going to explain that today under the title of the ultimate punishment, because it slipped right under your nose. And I don't think I'm very clear about that. Like everyone is punishing themselves because everyone raised in Western culture, Western society has a shamed mindset. So a shamed mindset is the ultimate punishment. And I'm going to unpack it a little bit today because the other night, or I should say the other morning, I woke up from a dream that I was like in school. It's not a school I've ever seen. It wasn't like a memory. It was definitely like the structure of school with all different people in a random place I've never seen before. Um, But just the, just the air in school gives me the heebie-jeebies. I felt so much anxiety in school. I felt so much pressure. I felt so much like drive to be perfect, which was very painful. And I felt a lot of shame underneath all of that. And so the ultimate punishment, a shamed mindset begins in our schooling system. If you were raised, if you went through public school, I can't speak to homeschoolers. I have no idea what you went through, Um, but public education system has a shamed mindset output system, meaning everyone that goes through it comes out with a shamed mindset unless you are, (laughs) unless you were like a extreme rebel and somehow maintained some semblance of a healthy nervous system response to everything that went, went on there. So let me explain myself. Okay. So when you go to school, there's an authority figure and you're not allowed to question the authority figure, right? You're supposed to do what they say. And so anytime you don't do what they say, and mind you, we're going into public school at five, six years old. Mind you, if your body or your internal clock or your emotions don't agree with what that authority figure says, you are punished, right? There's disapproval, there's shame going on, there's repercussions, right? You are reprimanded for not listening to the authority, even if it goes against your body, your mind, what's going on for you. So basically we learn, you don't matter, do what the authority says. It sounds extreme, but I really want you to think about it. Do what the authority says, obey, be obedient, And don't question the authority, right? Even if someone is questioning the authority, it'll get shut down eventually, right? You'll go to the detention. You'll get removed from the classroom. 
they'll, they've got all these tricks to make sure you don't question authority. And so this, for a very, very sensitive person like me, I was terrified of disobeying an authority. So I lived all my life through school with like a stick up my ass because I was so afraid I would get in trouble. I didn't want to be shamed. I didn't want to be shunned. I didn't want to be disapproved of. That to me felt like life or death. And so I would be on my best behavior. Now, obviously, there were students that could give a fuck less, that misbehaved all the time, that spoke out, that honored their nervous system, that spoke back to authority figures, right, and challenged them. And at the time, in my head, I was like, whoa, you're crazy follow the instructions, or you won't make it out alive. But now as an adult looking back, I am jealous of those rebels, of those people who spoke back. Because what happened to me in retrospect is by my obedience and by my willingness to internalize that shame and punishment so they didn't have to do it for me, because that's what was going on. I would be like, don't fucking say that. Don't think that. Don't be this. Don't do that. Just fall in line and don't be seen and keep going. Right. That's what happened to me. I'm jealous now because I lost my ability to connect with my nervous system's responses, to know what's real for me in my emotions. I repress so much urge and like natural emotion and instinct because I didn't want to get in trouble. And so my avoidance of punishment was in its in and of itself a self-punishment because I turned down my critical thinking. I stopped questioning the thoughts in my own head. I stopped responding healthily to the emotions in my body and I started forcing myself, overriding my natural instincts to fall in line and be obedient. Now, this isn't a fun episode, but I just want to bring it to light because to learn how to stop punishing myself, I have to undo a lot of programming that is chalked up full in my brain, right? Once I left college, I graduated college, there was no more authority outside of me unless you considered my boss at the time that authority. But I didn't know how to connect with myself, right? It was like nothing, no life forms happening in my body, right? Just an anxious, panicked ball of stress and overwhelm because my nervous system is so fucking out of whack because I've just been put through the ringer of fear and obedience and shutting down my natural responses, right? I remember in kindergarten, I think I I felt a little relaxed at first. I was like, yeah, what's this? What's this? What's going on here? This is cool. I remember getting into a heated debate with an atheist in the class. I was raised religious Christian. And so of course that's all I knew about. So I first, first conversation at the little short circle table, Hey, has everyone here welcomed Jesus into their hearts? I'm a fucking prophet at five years old. And of course I I get the girl whose parents are like totally atheist and anti-religion mad respect. Now looking back, I'm like, thank you for not falling into the norms and bringing some nuance into our lives. But anyway, she's like, no, I have not. And I will not. And you can basically fuck off. And so I didn't receive this. Well, I was like, 
oh my God, you need to accept Jesus or you're going to go to hell. Like I, it was so, such a big deal to me. I was like, I have to save her life. Right. Just totally indoctrinated by kindergarten, like into that fucked up mindset, which I'm sorry if you're religious, I don't mean to offend. I just think about it entirely different now. I don't like the way shame and guilt and manipulation is used in religion and how we're sold the lie that if you don't go that one way and you, if you don't fall into that authority figure and obey, obey all of that shit, then you're fucked. Like, I just don't agree with that. I think all of nature is one and none of us go to a place called hell no matter what. So there's my hot take. So anyway, this girl is like, very calm, very cool, collected. She she's like one of the smartest girls. I went all the way through senior year with her, and she was like, you know, no, I just no, I I disagree. This is what my parents taught me, and she had that like critical thinker up and ready and fired. And so, I on the other hand was only doing what I was told already, and so I got in trouble for sure for telling someone they're going to go to hell. I'm I'm in kindergarten. Yeah, doesn't fly, but. What started to happen was I would see I would get in trouble for for speaking out of line, right? I would get in trouble for saying what I thought. And at such an early stage in my schooling in the public school, I didn't want to get in trouble. That was like death to me. That was like you're shunned from society when you get in trouble. So it terrified me. So ever since that point, it's a very vivid memory and I don't have many because I disassociated. Ever since that point, I just stopped speaking my mind. I was like, you just stay quiet. You'll be better off, my friend. And to an extent, I think that did serve me in my survival. Because we have to understand our emotions and our nervous system and what's really going on inside to heal. And since I didn't have that language and I didn't have that support, then what can you do? Right. So it served me to get to where I was when I could find the language. And I want to speak to that disappointing someone and and that deep pain of not wanting to get in quote unquote trouble, not wanting to get punished for being fucking human that has differing opinions and negative emotions and isn't perfect on a cellular level. That feeling of being shunned from the tribe, it is biological. It is unbearable to our nervous systems to get to that point of like you're rejected you're out because you fucked up. We are tribal creatures. So it used to be life and death at one point in time. And that is what kind of internalizes so instantaneously that shamed mindset. It is because it becomes life or death on a cellular level to stay in the tribe and not get kicked out. So as a six-year-old or whatever, I was I was more concerned with not getting kicked out of society because even though I didn't understand that feeling at the time was ancient and wasn't reflective of like what would have happened in today's day and age, but I felt it. I didn't understand it. I was scared of it. So I fell in line and I started just punishing myself. I started slowly internalizing that shame. I turned down my critical thinker and just did what I was told. I stopped thinking for myself. I stopped allowing my natural responses to emotions or to things outside of me that were happening. I stopped letting my body respond with anger. Like, right. I remember maybe a couple years later yelling at a friend on the 
playground and you know, like that was probably the last time I expressed healthy anger and let myself stand up for myself because again, you get in trouble, fall in line, be quiet, be obedient, do what I say, don't stir any trouble up, right? I want you to see it's kind of like, it's just kind of fucked up to think about looking back. And I learned this as an adult, but the public education system was designed to create factory workers. That is why they have the hours from like nine to four. That is why you're basically having an authority worker, like authority figure, aka like a factory boss who is telling everyone what to do, teaching them how to obey orders so they could grow up and be factory workers. That's why public school isn't teaching you, hey, this is how you critically think. This is self-inquiry. This is the power of your fucking mind. It is insanely creative. You have access to so much brilliance when you let yourself expand and explore what's going on. This is your emotions, right? This is how you handle your nervous system. Instead, we're learning absolute bullshit, regurgitating information, learning in such a corrupt, boring, stupid way. And we get out of school with no life skills, no personal authority, no ability to regulate our emotions, no ability to critically think. And then we wonder why we're so stressed out and hate our lives and feel miserable and have multiple midlife crises, right? We wonder, but that's where it starts. The ultimate punishment begins in the school system when we slowly internalize shame. And the ultimate punishment is not undoing that shame. The ultimate punishment is staying unaware of how these systems weren't set up to serve you. They were set up to serve capitalism. They were set up to serve those in power, the few in power. They were set up to serve the working class not for your well-being. And this didn't sit well with me, friends. So I decided to stop punishing myself. I decided to fuck around and find out how to get back all these things that are my birthright, like my ability to think, my ability for my nervous system to respond healthily, my ability to be a full human who doesn't always need to be obedient, quiet, nice, respectful to authority. Now I kind of want to be the exact opposite. I want to break some fucking rules, right? And by that, I just mean societal norms, not actual laws, societal norms. I want to disagree with people. I want to argue. I want to get mad. I want to make a bit of a ruckus here. Are you with me? Okay. Cause I think we deserve to be unshamed, I think we deserve to stop punishing ourselves and our children that are in grade school now, right? It's something to think about. We don't really have anything set up otherwise, so I get it. Like, you can't just pull your kids out of school. It's the best we've got. But the more of us that start thinking about this and putting our minds together and kind of shifting the systems or really breaking them down and creating new ones... The faster we'll be set up societally, right? The, the faster we'll get something better in place that serves more of us collectively and serves less of the angry monster capitalist machine that is just devouring our planet and our collective consciousness. All right, y'all. That was fun to talk about the ultimate punishment. Um, so just so you know, you're punishing yourself if you haven't unshamed your mindset, if you haven't learned about all the ways you're disconnected from your body and your critical thinking and your nervous system. That is punishment. And that is what I mean. So please stop punishing yourself. 
I love you. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just gonna give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human. Empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.